Hello and welcome to the Bitcast. My name is Gary, and this is Aaron. and this is David. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to drop them in to talk to Tibbet at gmail.com. Moving on, we're going to do a third topic on this marathon. Session? Yeah, the session that we're doing for this week. And we've already done mine and David's. Yes. And now we're going to go on to the third one, the final one, the finale. How are you going to do it? You're closing off the week. This is prime time. This is Friday. This is prime time, peak times. Man, I thought it was fucking Thursday. It is Thursday. It's Thursday, never mind. Everything's been destroyed. No, next week, this is being uploaded. This is going to go off Friday oh, shit. next week. Oh. That's the high point. That's we're, high we're point. We're in Friday, the fucking future. Friday and Saturday are <laughs> the peak times oh. that these are uploaded at. I'll be pregnant next week. Wait, are we time traveling? I could be pregnant next week, yeah. You could be. <laughs> I could have a family. You do have a family. It's us. They love you. Oh my god. Oh, that's definitely not us. No, that's not us. <laughs> So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, Aaron, what is your topic going to do when we listen to you? Yeah, there we go. That's what it is. It, 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 it becomes a listen to me because as has been brought to my attention, I, I don't I don't bring a topic. You do. I bring a I bring a subject of conversation. That seems to come on. Spiral. Continue about your therapy session. This is your therapy. Oh, therapy sessions. This is Aaron's diary. Right. Okay. I wanted to go into it. There was there were a few things I wanted to do this week. We'll focus on one because it managed Maybe to have crying to the end. It managed to get me ah, <laughs> crying already. Well, it's kept me up at night. And the one that we discussed earlier on, yes, that seemed to be able to conjure some kind of conversation. And it was introducing someone to something that you know that they will love or appreciate, but you can't sell it to them in a way that will underhype it because then they won't really give a shit. But you can't overhype it because then when you finally get them to to either watch it, listen to it, or play it, it is destroyed. Won't it won't live up to it, and you'll be so fucking excited to introduce someone to this thing, but it all falls apart then because whatever way you sold it to them was wrong. Mm. How how do you do it? Do you just tell them nothing about it, but then they may never watch it? Right, see, that's, that's, that's the point I want to bring forward again, which yeah. is, I've been trying to get my mother to watch Fight Club mm. for about five, six years, okay? But she is fully convinced it is just an underground fighting film. That's just brutal and nothing to it, just yeah. constant fist fighting. I can't mm-hmm. tell her it's not that. Fight Club is not a fight film. Yes, that's, that's, I, I can't tell her it's not that because that just, it ruins what it is and mm. it defeats the purpose of, of seeing it. All that sort of stuff. Now, recently, Recently, I managed to get a friend of mine, I managed to get David's, not you, and David's to watch From Dusk Till Dawn for the first time. Mm. This is a film that I was introduced to through no, I wasn't told what it was at all. It was, here's a film, Quentin Tarantino, George Clooney, somewhat of like, a bit of a buddy gangster film, I'd say. Yes. For the majority of the film. I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure I've heard stuff about it. Yeah, where they, they don't... They need to cross over the border. Essentially, deal all sorts of stuff's happened. One that broke the other out of prison. Okay. Simple as cross the border. That's We've all they all have to do. It. We all know what it's like. Yeah, pretty much. Movie. It's been prison it's, break. It's documentary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> about Gary's life. About Colin's life. The introduction of Tibet. And foot yeah. fetishes with Quentin Tarantino. From, yeah, the border from Rome. Yeah. So essentially, the plot is just given of go here you are. They end up at some shitty motel place and they end up. Spoiler alert. Yeah, this is this is a spoiler, but this yeah. is a spoiler alert for you. Because I'm going to very big spoiler alert. Go for it. Most people have heard of this film, know what happens in it. But it comes out of fucking nowhere. They take a van, okay, like a, a camper van, okay? Yeah. With a family in it, and they get them to drive them across the border. And it's kind of like not a weird bonding thing, but they have like some sort of respect for each other and have reached an agreement of, of what happens. Cross over the border, Clooney and Tarantino will be let go, that's it, fine, and the family go off their own way. Mm. Simple as. And they stop at a bar they were told to go to to meet this other fucker who's gonna give the money, all this sort of shit, where the deal will be made. They go in there. Everything's fine. 
out comes like an exotic dancer, Selma Hayek, in a fucking amazing role. Uh, what's his name? Tre- not Trevino. What's his face? Jason. Travolta? No. Jason's in it. Statham? Jason. I said like Friday the 13th. Jason. Oh, I don't know. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, one Jason. of them is in it anyway. Fucking Josh great cast. No, no, not sure. But anyway, get in there. Everything's fine. An hour and five minutes into this gangster movie, okay, yeah. where they're like fighting through like all their personal struggles and everything that's going on. And the fact that Tarantino was a bit of a crackpot, like he's proper <laughs> schizophrenic. He ends up murdering a fucking woman for no reason. Just says, oh no, she, she was going to leave. As you do. He hears, he hears the daughter say to him, will you lick my pussy for me, please? Okay, but she doesn't speak. But he talks to her about it later on saying- What age is his daughter? Oh, she's like, she, she's legal. Let's just say okay. that, okay? Um, it's not like, it's, it's fucking creepy, but it's not so over the top creepy that yeah. you're like, that's fuck. It's, it's just twisted. But he'll talk to her about it later on going, hey, that thing you mentioned earlier on, if, if you still want me to do it, I, I will. That kind of thing. Yes. An hour and five minutes into it. Yeah. Out come the vampires. An hour and five minutes into it. How long is this film? About an hour and a half. So about 25 minutes till the credits and vampires just rock by. And vampires. Everyone in this fucking, pu- in this bar is a vampire. That sounds like, um, what you call them? Cornetto Trilogy, what are they called? Oh, like um, Shaun the Dead, Hot Fuzz and all that sort of yeah, shit. Yeah, the yeah. end of the world. The Yeah. Yeah, when yeah. they're in the bar and they're in robots. End. At world's end. world's end, yeah. Not Directed the by Edgar Wright. That's the one. Yes. Yeah. Like, a uh, spoiler for that, where they're in a bar and everyone's just a robot then or something. It's kind of similar to that. Uh, well, World's End kind of Alluded builds to it, it. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, there's something going on, yeah, definitely. that scene though in the bar. In this, yeah. there's not. There's a whole film and then they get to this and the last part of this film is just fucking vampires. Mm. And it's proper batshit great. Like Tarantino is just slaughtered almost immediately. Does it stay in the pub for the rest of the film or what? Yeah, yeah, the rest right. of it stays there and it becomes like fucking catacombs and all makeshift like uh, crosses, crossbows, all this sort of stuff, holy water because the, the guy who's, uh, who's in the uh, camper van is used to be a preacher but yeah. he's lost his faith so it's like because of this his faith is regained so he's able to bless every fucking thing as a weapon Okay. and it becomes this balls to the wall insane action film for the last 25 minutes maybe and it was not beforehand <laughs> nothing watching David beside me watching David uh, see this yeah. and turning to him at this moment and just seeing him go well it's a dream sequence obviously and five minutes later he's like no seriously let it be a dream sequence it wasn't and Coming out of it, he was talking about two completely different films. He goes, oh yeah, like, the the, the normal stuff is, is really good and all. Like, he really fucking loved that film. Mm. And the vampire turn, it's like, that wasn't that wasn't the same film after that. was a different film. It was the same character development, but everyone is still in the same headspace of, Clooney's like, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, there are like, vampires. Go, they're aware of it. Yeah, <laughs> and they're going, there's no such thing as vampires. He's like, you're right, except there's a fucking vampire. So I believe it now, simple as. And it's just, the rest are just kind of, all it balls to the action film, which it wasn't beforehand. Yeah. But that gave him this fucking experience that he didn't anticipate getting, which is Clooney Tarantino gangster film. Fine, we'll see how this goes. But you can't tell someone that they're going to enjoy it in that way. You can't tell them that's going to show up. Like. Exactly, you can't tell them this is going to be like you can't even say, "Oh, it's a great twist, right?" That's something my father yeah, would do and ruin every that, film yeah. on me. There's a great twist, even if there isn't. Yes, yeah, you're he waiting tell for you. it. Yeah. Yes, but he was the type who would tell you there is a twist when there isn't. He's like, yeah, but that's the bit that surprises you, isn't it? You just it? feel let down even if there isn't, you just feel let down. Exactly. Yeah. You're just waiting for it. It takes away from the aspect of everything else. So is there any way to kind of clue someone into this, into a film, a game, a mm. book, or even a fucking album without yeah, telling them? Yeah, 
telling them all this. Turn them on to something without ruining it for Yeah, them. I suppose in uh, like musicals a little easier, you could show them like a song off an album yeah. and then get them involved in that way. But with a book, you can't be like, here, read this chapter no. or read the blurb because if the blurb does something like that, it yeah, will give away something of the plot. Yeah, so you have mm. all this sort of stuff. But the again, the same with, same with games and all that sort of shit then as well, whereby there could be a completely fucking new like gameplay aspect that is thrown in so far late in the game that will like make the game for someone, make or break it. But you can't tell them that because it might yeah. fucking ruin it or something. Mm. Like, you know, what, what do you do in that situation? Because this isn't like a yes, no yeah, fucking, yeah. as with my topics, apparently there aren't yes, no things. There, there is isn't. Any way this is done. Just or a trail of thoughts. Yeah, or have you ever had someone do this for you? Successfully. Um, I had that where my father did the exact same thing with the exact same movie. Really? Um, <laughs> we taught, my father did the same thing where my brother and I didn't know what to watch because at home we have like thousands of DVDs and my father just said, oh, you don't know what to watch. Okay, watch this movie. And it was From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah. The same movie. And he said, watch that. It's a really cool movie. George Clooney went to Tarantino. Robert Rodriguez, he- by the way, directed. And he just said, um, you know, you really enjoyed Gary, you really enjoyed Kill Bill, and you've seen like um, some of his other movies. You, you might like um, this kind of, you know, just kind of like what you'd imagine, you know, two guys going over the. <laughs> what you'd imagine? You know, it's just like, you know, two guys going over the border, and, you know, kind of like a movie, they're trying to outsmart the people yeah. after them. It's like, you know, watch it, you might enjoy it. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, watch it, you haven't seen it before, it's a really good movie. And so we're just like, okay, we'll watch it because we were just young, and at that point we had a lot of time in our hands. We just watch anything, so we watched it, and then that part happened, and that's the moment when, like, I remember, like, <laughs> at like halfway through, what started to happen when that did happen. My father like came in through the door and yeah. was just like, ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, ah! He was waiting. And I was just like, oh! <laughs> it was amazing. I can imagine your dad outside the door for the first hour and five minutes, ready to run in. <laughs> imagine sitting beside yeah, someone, just, just trying yeah. to have a straight face. Yeah. Just, oh, it's incredible. I, I, I did the, like, I, I made that way to, um, like, her hyperbole. But basically, my father just walked in at one point. It's like, uh. yep, it happened, didn't it? <laughs> So you too, walk and look at them, nod and go, anyway, and leave. Yeah. But that sort of thing is amazing. Uh, like, if you remember the start of that film, the start of that film sets the tone as a very serious, intense mm. film. It's just simply like in a, uh, what, what would you call it? Like, sort of like a, a quick like gas station, side of the road. Very yeah. simple, Sheriff walks in looking for the two fellas who have escaped. But it's a long drawn out, very Tarantino-esque scene, where it's just long drawn out dialogue. Not this yeah. long takes or anything like that, like yeah, not just... just long scene of dialogue and then just panders away and then the intensity just kicks up a fucking notch and it's all out gunfight well when we were like 14 15 we actually started to get a little bored in the movie and we thought it was like "Ah." and then that happened and then over the next two days we watched the entire trilogy my brother and i we really said okay we have the other two movies after we finished that because we were about to turn that film we weren't going to turn it off we were just like this movie's okay yeah and then that happened and we were like wow we did not expect that <laughs> and then we watched the second third one like <laughs> i think it was the second one that night and yeah. then we watched the third one like the next day uh when we were in bed mm-hmm. that reminds me actually did you finish south park no not no. yet okay so in 20 minutes into it which yeah south, south park, park. So, oh, yeah yeah, yeah it's 20 minutes into it okay have you seen it gary no. No. Okay. Uh, you both have seen Gone Girl, haven't you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. She won my. Yeah. No. That author is great. That's no, great. The, the author. The author is phenomenal. No. I've only heard things about like, yeah. people. That is a great film that you should watch. And I don't want to overhype or unhype it. 
It is a solid film. Yeah. Cool. Um, that, I guess that's like the main film that this makes you think of. Try not to overhype it and not trying to undersell it. It's just such a great film. Also, yeah, my yeah. father has done that when I was growing up because he really loves films, obviously, with his collection. And so he always does that with films that he tries to like, surprise me. Yeah. So like when I was growing up, he showed me films like The Sixth Sense. Yeah. And stuff like that, where it's like, these are movies that are known for this, but I would never have heard of them because I was so young. Mm. So yeah. you'd get me to watch these films. Before like, I was so scared. Yeah. My father like blew my goddamn mind when I was growing up with films like this, that he would just say, we should watch this film next. And I would, I would have no idea what it is. Yeah. And then I would just love that shit. And I'd be like, oh my God. I did. I'd be like, you. <laughs> you. There's so many things of that that I wish I could see again for the first time. Of you course. Know? But then it makes me think as well, when you get this moment of like, overwhelming emotion like attachment to something you can't replicate it, it. no but yeah. it usually stems from something that you you don't expect you don't expect it to happen like you watch a film that you've either you've you've heard very little about or just comes out and you go like yeah. where you, when you're like me and you go spur of the moment to the cinema by yourself and it's great and when you're you, a cool kid yeah exactly when you have friends everywhere but you come out of this they're from all at home playing the switches <laughs> Jesus all two of them um, but you could see it's gone up by one there you go it's gone up by one but you come out and everything's everything's good but you can't talk to anyone else about this film because if you want them to see it as well you, how do you sell that to them because the reason you enjoyed it so much is that it came out of nowhere yeah and because of that it triggered something with you I don't know it's I've always wondered how you kind of get someone into that I know <sighs> you just tell just ask them to trust your recommendation and just don't ask them I suppose yeah so else. what you do is you, you befriend them for years <laughs> yes. and build a level of trust and then go the day has come where I have to ask for that friend favour recommending a film is kind of like when you're recommending somebody a drink yeah. I, th I think it's sort of like, like being at a bar if somebody's willing to just be like because I do that when I'm at a bar where mm. I get the first drink of whatever I want yeah. and the second one I ask somebody what do you like and then I do that I think you have to get somebody to be willing to do it mm. and there's a kind of slide just like you know push that you know push but, that drink towards them and just say hey you should try this um if they're looking for something yeah. and you're just like oh okay I'll but at, their, at that stage they're probably more susceptible to your suggestions because they've been drink in them and you're probably trying to <laughs> no, overhype like, your drink because you're drunk on already just as a metaphor I'm not you know I'm not going to get people drunk to watch films and that's the only reason they'll watch them that works as well that I suggested them that's not what I'm saying it's <laughs> so what you're saying is we should go for a drink yeah dude let's go for a drink and you know maybe watch a movie after that you know I'll, I'll decide well you see uh, my, my favourite film is, is short term 12 okay exactly you see this is, now, this is one of the films where if we were like to do like watch along stuff like that you mentioned you wanted to do short term 12 yes you mentioned you wanted to do Clockwork Orange I think yeah you mentioned Clockwork Orange and I mentioned I wanted to do Vetline Yes, yes. Now, you see, the thing is, I'm second-guessing the whole showing anyone else Short Term 12, because to me, that is the perfect film. But again, I knew nothing about it going in. No one overhyped anything for me. It's what made me fall in love with Brie Larson and John Gallagher Jr. Oh, yeah. Even uh, Rami Malek. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All these people are in it. And it's, I think it's a fucking phenomenal film. It, it made me read a movie script for the first time. Oh, you read the whole script? I read the script then yeah. afterwards, because I, I just found it online. Read the script, love it. But I tried to get other people to watch it then as well. And then I realised, I don't really want other I love the fact that this is Yours. my. This is mine. Yeah. This is mine. Fucking incredible. And it led me on to everything else from John Gallagher Jr. Everything he's done, I love now. Brie Larson, I follow to the end of days. You know the usual shit. <laughs> Apart from Kong Skull Island. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, 
I don't think I'd, I'd recommend that film to anyone anymore no. because in doing that, I'm building hype up to it. The only way that film worked for me was by having no yeah, hype. Yeah, seeing it out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I've done the same thing with some films. Um, one of my favourite horror films is, I can't remember the film, but it's basically, an, it's basically about STDs. I can't remember what it's called. It Follows. It Follows. That was a film that I had no hype for. I didn't yeah. know what it was until one of my brother's friends came mm. over and we watched, like the three of us watched films. And they just rented out films and just went, hey, let's watch this. Yeah. And so we watched It Follows. Like, that's how I experienced It Follows and Babadook, that sort of stuff, yeah. That actually. Babadook was hyped up for me. Oh, see, it wasn't I, for me, that's why I got to enjoy it. I think It Follows was hyped up for me. Really? Because I was let down by it. Yeah. I thought it was It didn't very... follow up to the set, no, sorry. Go no, on. it didn't. Um, it was very slow, I thought. And I feel like, I think someone did tell me about it. And I did have high hopes for it. See, I had the hype for Nightcrawler. I had years of people hyping up Nightcrawler for me. And what I did was, I waited years because yes. it had been overblown. I waited until about a month ago. Okay. And I planned on seeing that when it came out. Yeah. And it was overhyped for me. I waited years. And? Watched Nightcrawler, forgetting everything that everyone had said about me. Yeah. Fuck me, that was good. Yes, it's yes. an amazing film. Absolutely. So Which, that kind of thing. Have you seen it? Um, I have watched Nightcrawler. Yeah. I had no idea for that at all and yeah, I just heard that yeah. hey people have said that Jake Gyllenhaal is really good in this film and I just have to watch Whiplash and I was like you know I'm kind of into this at the t- yeah the same film that I also didn't get a lot of hype for was he in and Whiplash? no I was not I was very confused I watched yeah. Whiplash and at the time it was just like oh you know all these films were like you know doing you know, low budget kind award, of. Se- yeah. award scenes at this time and I was like yeah. oh what something else is around at the same time it came out and it's like oh Nightcrawler's there I've heard Jake Gyllenhaal's yeah. good in this I'll watch it and I was like Oh, this is really good. Um, He's also great in Prisoners, just saying. Prisoners is... Yes. By that, that director is, is everything to me. What's that, his name again? It's like Denis... Yeah. I always pronounce it Villeneuve, but it's not. Yeah. It's not. Your man did like uh, Sicario Enemy. Villeneuve. Uh, yeah. thank you. Enemy is one of like those low-budget like doppelganger films with uh, Jake Jonel. Sicario. That has, oh, Gino, yeah. that has no budget. It's just strictly fucking yeah. independent. If you want to like, just watch a film and just kind of disappear into his mind, watch Enemy mm. like the only reason mm. I, I have no interest in Blade Runner only reason I want to watch Blade Runner is so I can yeah. watch 2049 because of him and he's now working on Dune Dune like the fucking Dune book from decades ago no Dune nah. oh, okay. um, it was yeah it was a book and it was turned into a film and it had Sting oh my <laughs> god uh, it's just it's known as like um, it's a considered like a perfect science fiction film it is it's also referred to as it's kind of contested and controversial but it's referred to as Star Wars for adults okay yeah yeah so you should start with that uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's so, explaining to me a film that was that I really like mm. and it's something that I don't like hyping on for people I've watched the film about four times yeah the first two times the first time I watched it somebody else and then I watched it again by myself and then I watched it again uh, and then I watched it with Chris yeah oh, right, um, who yeah. you know um, and he said that's because Chris doesn't watch anime or animated no. stuff he's he doesn't watch any of that stuff he doesn't really know it. and he said like no I don't really watch this stuff but you know he said it might be a good film so I'll watch it so he came to my house and we watched it and he said that film was just fantastic it was amazing he did not expect how much he enjoyed this film and then he during the credits he just thanked me for yeah. allowing him to watch it he just th- went thank you for letting for like making me watch that because I'm glad I got to experience it it's a really good film it took about seven years to make and it's a hundred thousand hand 
painted frames, hand-drawn okay. frames. The detail in every single scene is immense to the point that every time I rewatch it, I'm always seeing little details I've never seen that makes the scenes even more impactful yeah. for me. So when I don't mind watching it again, simply because I know that I'll enjoy it again. Yeah, it's it a really good. Very well it took well. seven years to make, and it shows the level of detail that's in this. And the director is really happy when it's like, no, I'm going to finish it when it's finished, because I. The way it should be. Because it's just no, it will take this long to make, and it will take this long to make, and that's it. What film in the last couple of years would you want someone to see? You don't want to hype it for them. You don't want to hype it. What film in the last couple of years would you be like? This is the one. Couple of years. Yeah. Last say four years. Last four. Four or five years. Years. Can you think of one you'd suggest? This is like serious dead air when you like put up a person like this out of nowhere. Um, because when I mention stuff off the top of my head. <laughs> the three I'd suggest are ones I already mentioned. Prisoners. Yes, absolutely. Um, Gone Girl. And what was it mentioned a couple of ago? Fight Club. No. <laughs> Fight Club. <laughs> Prisoners, Gone Girl and Jake Gyllenhaal. Nightcrawler. Oh, Southpaw. Oh, Nightcrawler. Yeah. Yeah. I, Nightcrawl, I suggest I those three. That Nightcrawler will be a film that I would suggest as well. Yeah. Um, Prisoners also, will definitely be one I suggest. Yeah. Yes. And Gone Girl as well. You need to see it. Not in an overhyped way, but you need to see it, Gary. I'll probably go in like, the same vein and... Oh, here's a film I would recommend to people. Yeah. Um, Sword of the Stranger. What's that? Oh, don't ruin it. <laughs> Animated film. Okay. Overhype it, please. <laughs> Fantastic. Best fucking film ever. Some of the best fight choreography you'll ever see. Some of the best fight choreography you will ever and see. And best acting. <laughs> and best people it's okay. in it. It's just, especially like the final like fight. Mm. That, that thing is like amazing. You feel every single sword strike. Yeah, you do. It's a samurai film with, oh, so good. <laughs> so good, it is anime. So anime. Mm. But the end of it, the final fight is very good. Very well choreographed, done by Studio Bones, and they are the best at fight choreography. I'll not find a better studio that has an overall pedigree of fight choreography in animation and Studio Bones. Really good. Trying to think of one. <laughs> studio Ghibli! <laughs> Stop mentioning Studio Ghibli, the only animated studio! Studio Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. John, I'm really looking forward to Fortnite film. When, when, when this podcast like has like that, that pinnacle moment, you're like, what do we do next? And then we create like a battle royale between the three of us. Yes. <laughs> we get a, a pool cue, break it in half, drop the two halves of the ground, and go, fuck it now, we'll fight it out. Only one podcast will win. Gary will use his chakra against us. Right, so a hundred podcasts are dropped into a platform, right? <laughs> In a fortnight. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fourteen right. days. Uh, that's that's my new like. I, I'm just coming up with like new films that I think would be exciting. Right, imagine right, RoboCop. Right. 100, that's it. RoboCop. One hundred RoboCops are dropped onto an island. Okay. <laughs> and they have to battle it out until there's one. RoboCop Battle Royale. Would you not play that? Did you not watch that? Shit, you know what? I probably would fucking play yeah, that. Yeah, I would fucking it's watch fucking it. Robocop, how would I not? Would you play that? Imagine a Robocop science fiction battle royale game. There is not one like I think I have to. There isn't one yet. Yes. <laughs> Fuck, we're not uploading this till we make it, right? But can you imagine? We don't have the rights, but yes. Yes. Can we do future sci-fi? Yeah. Imagine be. Robogarda. 100 predators. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Robogarda. Uh, <laughs> He's not thinking again. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 
Aaron's having a bit of breakdown again. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. <laughs> You're convulsing. I think Aaron is dying. He's grabbing his chest. Oh, fuck. Dude, calm down. <laughs> Just fucking picturing Robo Gary. Fucking Brendan Gleeson yeah. coming along. Alright, dead boy. Fucking on your mic. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I think to go into like the overhyped stuff, the most overhyped thing I can think of is Avatar. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. I, because I remember. No, no. Star Wars. Fuck right. Star Wars. Okay, man, you're not you're not wrong. But that's like, one of the reasons he's, I won't he's watch it. He's not wrong, but he doesn't have a say in this. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I won't watch it because it's so um, like I know. I oh, well, that's fair enough. Yeah. Absolutely, that's okay. Because when it's when it's pitched to you as like, here's this whole new bold new world. It's fucking incredible. Why would you jump into it? Because a lot of people do say like, I, I think it's the most like people. Some people who we know uh, would say like it's like the most important film that's like ever come out which a lot of people will say because of science fiction and that genre yeah. and of course it was a big thing then but it was more of a cult thing and it brought into the mainstream and now science fiction is a big thing and we have Marvel which is probably thanks to Star Wars yeah it's oh, it's it is it's probably Jeff. thanks to that um, at the same time like also thanks can, to Shakespeare to you can then also <laughs> yes thanks to Shakespeare and then thank to the Greeks back bringing it back to the originals what right the hell, Julius dude Useless. Anyway. Yeah, this more <laughs> fuck. Anyway, um, if we're bringing it to like Star Wars and just like overhype, like yeah, obviously we're going to talk about Episode One, Two, and Three. Like, are we? George Lucas is able to make those films because of the pedigree that was of you know the fourth and sixth chapters. Yeah, no one fucking held them back. So anyway, not going to the back no, we're not. the scenes. We're not. We're not. You're going to make not. this like that. an hour-long podcast. Um, See how this was one topic and it wasn't even a yes or no question that I posed. Look what it's become. <laughs> Fuck's sake. And so just like Only that, apologize. you know, somebody, <laughs> that thing was overhyped and then the first one came out and they were just like, okay, but it was a Star Wars film. Second came out like, yeah, that was okay. And people watched it because it was a Star Wars film. And the third one came out, it was like, it's actually all right. Um, <laughs> the third one was like, okay. Depends on who you ask, especially if you ask a certain one of our yeah, that's the worst thing ever. Because they're gonna, this could be really obvious now who it is. Uh, if I like the fucking third one. Everyone gets sucked in fucking. I like the third one. Yeah, I had fun with it. As a kid, that was the shit. I'm still gonna say that's in like my top five. That PS2 not. game is serious. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's dude, shit. Dude, I love playing dual modes. I love using the Oh, the dual powers. shit, yeah, my god. And you get like the fucking mirror version of each other. Just, that shit was. I thought OP Yoda was. Oh, Oh, That's still my favorite. Do you remember the side mission? Remember my Battlefront too. This was the real Star Wars. <laughs> Go on, Zero. Yeah, that was. Uh, but in terms of like overhyped Star Wars, is incredibly overhyped. Of course. Yeah. We know it's overhyped, and they'll get the sales. But then, of course, recently that maybe they won't get the sales. But uh, yeah, it's implied. They put everything on hold. Played by Kathleen Kennedy. But like with like overhyped Avatar was overhyped, and when yeah, that it came was. out, it's still like an incredibly successful film. But I remember when it came out, and everybody watched it. Like, yeah, it looks pretty, but pretty much. But its hype has driven yeah. it into the ground because do you really think you're going to get all five? Two, and then it was three, and then it was okay. The year that the fucking second one was meant to come out after yeah. its first delay, what did they do that year? They just announced there was going to be four. And they've written all five scripts. They said they? the only thing well, that stopped. Four. They said the only thing that stopped them from making the sequel was technology. Avatar was not just technology. They also said that oh, we're going to make it. Then the then the tsunami happened in Japan. Which is where we were going to film part of it. Really? And they said, yeah. They said. Okay. I remember at the time there was a news story saying they wanted to do a really like a deep place in the sea, mm. in the ocean, mm. and where that location was was beside Japan, 
or at least beside like that, that was like island, mm. um, close to there. And they said that, okay, we were going to use this location, but because of the flooding, like obviously we can't. you can't use it. There's a lot of issues. You got to wait until that's sorted out. That's the last I heard about reports of goddamn Avatar. No. How many years ago was that? That was, that was 2014. Like, all I know is that yeah. fucking somehow Sigourney Weaver is back and we're not allowed to question it. <laughs> Everything's fine. What did he do? Look, he, he has enough experience with like water and making shit look deep. We've seen Titanic. Water. Water. Fuck off you. Fucking culture accent coming out in LA. But yeah. Oh no. That's that's pretty much the end of my, yeah. my discussion. See what it led to. So any thoughts on that topic? Um, I think all you have to do is just wait until somebody's willing and just say, hey, I saw this really cool movie and you should watch it. I don't know how else yeah. to say something you without, to, like, ruining it. You have to hope they just go by your suggestion. Because it's like going to somebody on the street and just saying, hey, can you take a minute to talk about, like... No. It's very few people will want to, and I think movies are like that, where you can't just push something onto somebody mm. just like yeah. that. You can't just, like, stop them on the street. I think movies are suggestions for stuff. If somebody wants to look at something, they will. Just like this podcast. If, I, if somebody was saying, like, what do you do in your spare time? I would say, you know, I do this. Um, at the moment, this is what I'm doing in my spare time. Mm. And, you know, if you want to listen to it, listen to it. And that's how we get on people, because I've not pushed them onto it. I've just said, this is what I'm doing, and, you know, just, um, do you want to listen to it? And that's how I've gotten people to listen to this. And in the same way, like a movie, you have to kind of wait until, like, they're ready to be like, oh, I'm not sure if I'll see that soon. I'll go, I saw it in cinema, I really enjoyed it. Maybe mm. you should go see it as well. Like that, I did that for Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, and I was like, you should go see that. That was such a great film. Really good film. Yes, and, but I didn't like, you know, straight away just go. It's like my, if not my favorite Marvel film, one of my favorite Marvel films or superhero films. Mm-hmm. Like it's a really good film. And just, it's just a good film. It's with the soldiers better. Thank you. Oh my god. Thank you. Are you yeah. serious? Right, with I, soldier, think, yeah. I think with the soldier is the has the best Marvel film. Yeah, yeah. it is insane. Yeah. Um, but just like that, you can't just like throw it <laughs> Feel so, I feel so fucking like, like everything I've been believing over these last few yes. years has finally come to mean something. I'm not crazy. It's I true. say it to everyone. They're like, oh no, my god, Guardians is the greatest uh, film. Winter Soldier is amazing. Winter Soldier, yeah. and they're all like, oh, Civil War. I'm like, no. You finally found somebody to bond with. Wait. That's what we're about. Yay. Together. Yeah. It's three of us in a room. Finally, two of us have been brought together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah. This shirt is getting real sweaty. That's okay. I'll just unbutton oh. mine a little bit more, Gary. That's it. Uh, I'll put some more clothes on. No. Oh. <laughs> Oh. No, no feeling up. See, people can't see this shit. No, they can't see it. I'm Thanks top. for listening to the Tidbit cast. I'm top I've been it. David. This has been Aaron. And this has been Gary. Hope you have a good night or morning or evening or wherever you are. Have a good day. Goodbye. Yeah,